You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So let's see now, after many, many sleepless nights, and I have to tell you, I've been up early in the morning working on the project too. Chris is proud to announce that it appears, as of the time we're doing this episode of the Paracast, that Stalking the Herd, this monumental book, over 560 pages, is at the printer. (laughs) Actually, it's 562 if you count the bibliography. And we left out the index for the first edition. Yes, uh, we're just not going to be able to get it done in time. One of our wonderful uh, Paracast listeners... Ricky Poole has stepped up, stepped forward to uh, help get an index uh, done. And what I've elected to do in this first edition is go ahead and and once the index is completed, go ahead and stick it up on stockingtheherd.com slash index. I will have the index up online for researchers and others. And then I assume I'm, you know, again, you, you can never really take anything for granted, but I'm, I'm going to assume that we're going to go into a second printing fairly fast. By then, Ricky and I and whomever would like to step up and help, we'll have that index completed and it'll be in the second edition. But Gene, I couldn't have done it without you. You did a great job. I really want to publicly acknowledge all the hard work that you put in on this. And it has the effect that I intended, and that is to really educate people about our ancient relationship with cattle and how this may have manifested into a a form of cultural stigmata in the modern age with the with the cattle mutilation mystery. So there's a lot of stuff in there as you as you pointed out, and it's almost a, <laughs> a postgraduate education in the subject in one book. So one thing to realize here is that I don't think when you started doing the final stuff earlier this year that it would sprawl to become so big. Well, I've already cut out 200 pages, so. I knew it was going to be a large book. I didn't realize it was going to be quite as intense and um, intensive as it as it became. But I wanted to stick a whole analysis uh, portion in the book, have the last quarter of the book be analysis and opinions. And there just wasn't enough room. So we're immediately going to turn around and do, a, I guess, a third book in the stalking series, Stalking the Stalkers, uh, Mute Speak, and put all those uh, many standalone interviews, position papers, and just various uh, expert opinions that have been gathering dust over the years that I've been collecting and and put them all together in one place with a complete analysis of the first book. I'll tell you, this is an incredible amount of research. I mean, you have to look at what he has in this book. And I've gone through every page, looked through every glitch in the typography, fixed glitches in the text. And the book this size, by the way, you have to understand, there's no such thing as perfection. But this book is about as perfect as you're going to get. And future editions will just fix any final glitches we find. We'll have the table of contents will be up at the stalkingtheherd.com website. By the way, the site exists now. It just points to Chris's regular site, ourstrangeplanet.com. But Once it's available, we'll have the index set up in a way that it will be something that you could open on a Mac, a PC, an Android, an iOS device, something you could open on just about anything. So you don't have to have a special application. So it should be pretty good. 
I'm sure glad it's done. <laughs> I, I get my life back. There's been 16 months. I've been really working hard on this. The last six months have just been ridiculous. So, you know, you're getting deep into a project when you start dreaming about it. So, I don't want to think uh, about this. Think about <laughs> dreaming. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to visualize this. You know, remember, radio is the theater of the mind. So close your eyes and now think about this. And it's not going to be like the guy in network who said, you know, go to the window and say, I'm mad as hell and I'm forget about that. No, just close your eyes and imagine every night dreaming about mutilated cattle. Well, worse than that, you know, that's one thing. It's just as bad. I mean, it shows you're not a well person. But the other thing is imagine dreaming about how they prepare meat to bring to your table or you go out to a fast food restaurant and imagine that process because he talks about some of that. After this, you're not going to want to eat anything but plants. And I have to worry about plants because what, carrots make noises when you cut them up? <laughs> I was told this as a kid. It's true, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plants have uh, some rudimentary form of awareness uh, or consciousness, uh, according to some pretty recent studies uh, that plants may somehow have kind of a sense of awareness. But I didn't dream about mutilated cows, Gene. I dreamt about sitting in this dang chair working at this computer and getting into, you know, situations where I'm trying to correct mistakes and they won't correct. <laughs> okay, so it's the ghost yeah, of the... I was dreaming about writing the book, not about what's in the book. So a paranormal event occurs where he enters the correction and then new text appears on the screen. Right. Because the ghosts' entities who are following Chris around, the tricksters. Yeah. You know, people are writing this down now. Oh, We no. have a few sites out there that watch what we do, take a few words out of context, and imagine all sorts of crazy scenarios. So just think about this now. I'm describing this paranormal effect. Chris is typing or fixing some words. He's using an application called Microsoft Word. And I hoped he would use Apple's pages, but maybe in the next book. All right, Microsoft Word. And he's entering text. That's a big, sprawling program with all sorts of nooks and crannies. And suddenly it spits out other text. It's not like a Ouija board. By the way, has there ever been a psychic phenomenon where that happens? We talk about automatic writing. And we think of people writing things down under the control of some entity. But we always think of this in terms of the 19th century. We don't have a typewriter. Maybe we do. We don't, definitely don't have personal computers or tablets or smartphones. And imagine this scenario here where people <laughs> are writing on their computer or tapping their iPhone or their Galaxy S4 from Samsung. And guess what happens? Letters begin to appear. Pictures begin to appear. Has there ever been anything like that? I don't know. I don't know about that. That's that's interesting. I, I of course, have always enjoyed um, researching. One of the books that really struck me was Supernature by Lyle Watson, where he talks about machines that all of a sudden gain some sort of autonomy, uh, self-autonomy, and they, they operate on their own. Like um, he gave the example of a car that was chased around by law enforcement, and it was making corners and stuff, and there was nobody behind the wheel. Maybe that was an early test from Google. Because Google is working on the driverless car now. So is Audi and a few of the other car makers, BMW. But you realize in 10 years, maybe less, you'll be able to buy a brand new car. Get in, say, take me to 
Skinwalker Ranch or Bigelow Ranch, as they call it now. And it will say, I'm sorry, Chris, but I cannot do that because Bob Bigelow has prohibited the programming in my car. You ready for that? We've got an interesting discussion. In fact, we've got a lot of interesting discussions coming up on the Powercast. And we'll hear about our guests in a moment. But coming up in the future, we have the famous paranormal blogger, Red Pill Junkie, followed by Dr. Bruce Maccabee, who will bring us up to date on the Gulf Breeze case. But today we've got one of the best storytellers we've ever had on the show back for a return visit. Chris? Yes, J.C. Johnson, uh, Mr. Crypto Four Corners himself. Uh, don't quite know what to make of a lot of J.C.'s uh, escapades and experiences out there. I think he's experienced more than entire uh, cities of people when it comes to chasing uh, things that go bump in the night. Uh, he was involved in a very interesting event, which he'll, he will talk about with uh, Navajo elder uh, Leonard Dan, Ron McGuire. Uh, David Weatherly and others uh, up in the Lukachukas, I believe, mountains uh, south of uh, south of Farmington. And he's involved in a bunch of projects right now. We're going to talk about a return trip to the Grand Canyon. And uh, this Bigfoot that body that supposedly is making the rounds. And we have that the- and a lot more coming with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Gold isn't for you? Ted Anderson, president of Midas Resources, one of the world's premier gold and precious metal investing firms. I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed that the government is doing a great job, that the Fed will stop handing out trillions of dollars like bailout candy, that Social Security would be there for you. That's not what's happening. You might even pass on gold if the stimulus package wouldn't fuel inflation, or that the dollar wouldn't lose value, or that your retirement would be secure. If all looks rosy to you, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify with gold. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked 30% while gold has risen 300%. Right now, savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. You should too. Find out what they know. Call us and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very well, free. 800-686-2237. 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. 
Hi, this is Steve Sanchez, and based on a recent study, it was found that 57 million Americans had legal issues over the last 12 months, but only 60% of those studied sought out the services of a lawyer. Why? In a nutshell, affordability. Well, my friends at Legal Shield have created a solution that can help you not if, but when you need an attorney. For as little as $17 per month, Legal Shield will provide you unlimited access to qualified attorneys at an accomplished law firm for advice and counsel on legal issues no matter how serious or trivial. For over 40 years and with 1.4 million families across North America, Legal Shield can help you, the loyal GCN listener. Representatives are standing by now to answer your questions, so call them now at 1-855-340-SAVE. That's 1-855-340-7283 or visit them at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Question. Could too many GMO foods and toxins be overloading your digestive and immune systems? Answer, yes. If you're searching for a powerful detox that's gentle enough to use every day, use Pro-EM-1 from Terragonics. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic that uses good bacteria to suppress pathogens and gently eliminate toxins from your body. A healthy digestive system will cleanse and remove toxins, support weight loss, improve absorption of food nutrients, and aid in controlling yeast and other infections. Pro-EM-1 is made with only non-GMO and certified organic ingredients, has no preservatives, and is dairy, soy, wheat, and gluten-free. Pro-EM-1 is the key to your digestive health. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terragonics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com, or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Also available through Amazon Prime. Pro-EM-1 from Terragonics. Life's getting better. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Joining us again is our friend J.C. Johnson, who is going to tell you some really fascinating stories about the strange and unknown about his life experiences. But before we get started, I noticed that when Chris put up the notice that J.C. is going to be back, in the forums at forum.theparacast.com in a section called The Question Bank. Loads of questions come up, and I was mentioning to JC before we got back on the air, JC, there's got to be a fan club for you out there. What do you think? I don't want to become a, like a cultic personality. I would like to be known, first and foremost, as a hard-drinking, foul-mouthed, lecherous adventure man. That's where I'm at. And if you want to call me out on that, I'll prove it's true. But not on family radio, my friend. Oh, no. I mean, I mean honestly, I mean, who's going to argue with something like that? Yeah. You know what? You really don't drink that much. So, you know, you can't be a hard drinker or you, you're not that lecherous. So you can't be that. But, you know, once again, that's what I advertise. So if you accuse me of being any of the above, it's a true story. Stacey. Obviously, Chris and I have been embroiled in this endless book project of his called Stalking the Herd. So we haven't followed up, I guess, on a lot of things that are going on. So you being the Four Corners man, what interesting, fascinating developments should we start looking into? Ooh, I, you know, where would we start? We had a really interesting summer. One of the first expeditions we did was to Vols Caldera over in New Mexico. 
This is an area where there's heavy volcanic activity in the past, and there's a lot of volcanic rock. There's a lot of interesting canyons, and you get kind of a mixed conifer of ponderosa pines and aspens. You go from 5,800, 6,000 feet up to, you know, 9,000, 9,300 feet, all mixed through there. And what happened early on is I was turned over an investigation from one of my associates believe uh, he'd started on this probably five or six years ago, if, if I'm correct. But the bottom line is we've got a family out there and they've been ranching for about 20 years. They've got a place up on the Chuska Mountains and they have the ranch they have there out in the caldera. And the elderly woman who is the head of the family has had her fair share of sightings of the furry people over the years. Bottom line is, their concern was they had a youngster of the furry kind that they saw. At any rate, this family, the two young ladies that lived there when they were younger, probably about five years ago, they saw this youngster. He was about four and a half, five feet tall, you know, furry guy. And they've seen him subsequently over the years. And it's five years later, and he's about eight and a half feet tall. And I, one of the First things I look for when I go on to a sighting location, number one, my concern is, are we dealing with a rogue male? Number two, does an individual have an attachment to a family member? And number three, most of all, show me the calories. And by looking at the available calories, I could have a pretty good idea if we've got somebody just passing through or someone who's taken up residence in the area. Why don't you define this looking at the calories? Um, show me the calories. You know, it, if I weigh, say, about a thousand pounds and my muscle mass is probably 90% of my body weight, I need a lot of happy meals to keep me going. So I would think you would need at least 6,000 calories a day to support that kind of frame. So that's a lot of calories. So that's really what I look at in an area. And that also helps you determine if you've got someone who's taken up residence or if you have someone who's just passing through. Okay. So if we've got a huge deer population in the area, tons of berries, uh, let's say there's an old abandoned apple orchard or something of that nature. I mean, you know, just to kind of correlate, you know, I'm looking for caloric sources in the area to support a large, large individual. In addition to perhaps even a clan or a small family unit, you know, looking at all of the possibilities. But going back to the family, what struck me right away is that this youngster that the girl saw five years ago is now eight, eight and a half feet tall, and he hangs around the ranch. And I think he has an attachment to one or both of the young women, ages 17 and I believe 21. And he can't come to the front door with a bouquet of flowers so he hangs around the ranch and he does stupid stuff i mean um he'll sit up in a tree and make noises all night and he'll throw rocks at the house throw rocks up on the roof do different stupid things with livestock i do believe it was him that crunched a cow into a four by four or actually a three by four water tank and he had to break almost every bone in the cow's body to stuff it into this water tank i mean wow did, did they to, get do you have photographs of this they, Was they have any? they have photos of it yeah 
Yeah, photos. Didn't wow. release those to me, but I did see the photos. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you, you had to crunch this thing up like an accordion to make it fit in this tank. It's a pretty obvious something very, very strong stuffed this animal into the water tank. And they blamed it on him, you know, and that could be in a, in a goofy kind of way, him getting their attention or he'll be outside of their home at night and do repetitive sounds over and over again. And they had just cut down two of the trees in the backyard that he liked to hang out of. And I, there was still a whole bunch of scat <laughs> rolling down the tree. You know, they, he, the, the lady said, he just climbs up there and he poops all night. And he does, you know, he's <laughs> up there pooping everywhere. So, you know, it was really interesting. But th- like, this are is you just that analyzed. Is, I've never heard of. No, I keep your poopy. Scat, uh, uh, keep your poopy. We, we went all through the uh, DNA whole Sasquatch genome project. And unless you're unless your individual had a really bad case of hemorrhoids and I can find some blood in the stool, keep your poopy. <laughs> keep it. Keep your poopy. All right, all right, all right. This all is right. family radio, and I think the family that's going to be listening to oh, this is on. going to we be a very strange family. I mean, little kids talk about it all the time, Jim. Well, you know, I, but I, I'm really serious, though. I mean, you're not going to find out a whole lot from Scott other than what they were eating, maybe some of the digestive properties of the animal and so forth. But, you know, as far as getting hard DNA evidence, uh, irregardless of what Dissatel might tell you, we haven't seen anything to get really hard. Well, you can find out if he was right or left-handed. Well, that could be, too. Okay, back to the family show. (laughs) I think we lost a few families there. (laughs) Sorry about that. I'm just really adamant about um, people wasting time and efforts of scientists in DNA laboratories with scat. No, I've never heard of a Bigfoot that poops in a tree. I, that, that's definitely got to be a first for me. Well, he's hanging up in the limb, hanging out for hours and hours, and he, you know, he's really intent on what he's doing. Uh, it's just kind of natural. I All think. right, you know, we're really creating impressions there on the audience, and they're thinking, <laughs> the show is not going to the dogs, it's going somewhere oh. else, and we don't want to say where, because that don't. way we're going to lose some of our new listeners. What does this podcast talk about? Well, they talk about things that aren't nice to discuss. <laughs> we have J.C. Johnson. He's a nice guy, despite what everybody tells you. <laughs> With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. The nation's largest independently owned and operated talk radio network. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com radio. DreamHost.com radio. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. 
This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited time freebie offer for you. Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds, just pay shipping, right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds that are open pollinated and can be grown, harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. That's 123freeseeds.com. If you owe the IRS back taxes, listen carefully. Sweeping changes to IRS policies will help more people than ever eliminate their tax debts once and for all. And now I can help you reduce or eliminate your tax debts and end your tax nightmare. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I've helped thousands of people reduce and eliminate tax debts they couldn't pay. And after more than 30 years of experience dealing with the IRS, I can tell you there's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. And with the IRS's new policies, it's easier than ever to put your tax debt behind you once and for all. Call now at 800-346-6829 to learn how I can help you. You know your IRS debt will not go away by itself, but you don't have to live in fear anymore. Call 800-346-6829. Learn how I can help you eliminate wage and bank levies, release tax liens, and negotiate a settlement with the IRS that will put your tax nightmare behind you forever. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to TaxHelpOnline.com. That's TaxHelpOnline.com. These days, so many suffer from heartburn, stomach ulcers, and acid reflux, and most never realize it is the high acidity within the body that causes their discomfort. While selective diet choices can help, AlkaVision Plasma pH drops can really make a change. A few drops added to water can optimize your body's pH level, ridding you of harmful waste and acid, promoting health and restoring vibrance and energy. Healthy pH levels make all the difference. High acidity can also cause depression, insomnia, and irritability. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops bring you vital balance that can be truly life-changing. Alkalizing boosts immune response, reduces headaches and cramping, and even helps prevent bone loss. This is simple science that helps your body do what's natural. Order your AlkaVision pH Drops for just $29.95 at AlkaVision.com, A-L-K-A-Vision.com, or call 800-518-7615. Alkalize your body, supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, let's get off that kick, okay, Okay. J.C. Johnson, and let's continue with this case. Okay, so they've got this humongous creature. You're saying 1,000 pounds. Well, no, no, I, I'm talking about the juvenile that's hanging around, and he's only about eight feet tall. He's, and he's only pretty, about eight feet tall. He's pretty goofy, gangly looking. He's got goofy long arms. I mean, he hasn't really grown into his frame yet. 
He's like an awkward teenager. So we have an awkward teenaged Bigfoot? With a crush on two of the young ladies who live out on the ranch. I think he needs a diaper, really, but... (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, that's, you know, basically, that's the first and foremost part of the direction. Are Are we recording now, or are we... No, we're actually recording this. All right, so we've got this gangly Bigfoot. Yeah. Okay, and he's got a thing for these two young ladies of a human nature. uh, Basically, if you look at it, he probably grew up kind of alongside of them, him having been around for the last five years. He probably, if if he doesn't have some kind of romantic attraction with the young women, he might have kind of a family feeling for them, whatever it is. At, at either rate, I, I'm concerned about activities like this because this family out there, there is not a weapon on, on that whole ranch. And and I made that really clear. I'm like, you've got cougars and bears and and everything else out here, and you don't have any way of defending yourselves. So I just I always struck struck me weird, and it, it even does, you know, months later. And I would worry that the uh, awkward teenager would act out on something. I really do, because the younger woman was telling me a story, the 17-year-old. She says, you know, and, and I'm not getting into the weird stuff, but actually I am. She says, we were out cutting wood, and I had this funny notion that I was supposed to walk out into this field. And so I, I did. And then I had this funny notion that I was supposed to go down this trail, and I did. Because then I had this funny notion I was supposed to go sit on this stump and wait. And she went and sat on the stump, and then she came back to her senses and like, what the hell am I doing here? And she got up and skedaddled out of there. But something, and I'm not saying what, something was putting the suggestions in her mind, and she acted out on them. There was something close by. She was also telling me some of the sounds that he was making outside the window. Ha-hoo-ha, ha-hoo-ha. Ahoo-ha, for hours and hours. And eventually, she said, you know, you couldn't block it out anymore, and it got inside your head. And um, it was something that was really difficult for her to deal with. She says, you know, when you're laying in your bed and you finally let that vocalization really get inside your head, she said it was almost like I was floating. It's almost like I was above my bed floating so once again some some weird stuff that we can't explain but more weird stuff going back a little further and with a with an overall general view of what's going on with this ranch we find out that the elk herd that's been gone for almost 20 years is back in the area within two and a half miles of the ranch we also find out by looking at some of the cattle mute photos they've got where the cheeks are cut out and chris is very Christopher's very uh, adept at all of the different mutes, but these mutes that we were seeing pictures of were almost identical to things we were seeing out of the San Luis Valley, uh, over by Dulce, other areas where it's almost precision mutilations that we've seen time and time again. And they told us about the Whisper helicopters that were flying around the valley. And they'd seen the men in uniforms and helmets and so forth. And even people sitting outside the the chopper door with their feet on the skids as they flew over the valley. So we've got a lot more things coming into place. First and foremost, they would like to blame all their uh, cattle mutilations and livestock predation on the infatuated teenager 
But we found evidence of other things that would not point entirely to this particular Bigfoot. And evidence that there were other Bigfoot in the area, even larger than he. And even the young women said, yeah, there's, there's a big male that comes through. And there's this that comes through and that that comes through. So, you know, uh, there was a lot more going on. In fact, the father had seen an upright walking dogman type thing broad daylight, around eight feet tall, I believe. But for all intents and purposes, it looked like a werewolf walking. So we've got a lot going on in this, you know, just this one particular situation. I thought we were going off to to help deal with, with a rogue male. And there are some non-lethal methods you can do to discourage rogue male in the area. But it, that wasn't the case. And this youngster, having been around all those years, he has a support system and he has a clan probably nearby. There's somebody that combs his hair out, picks the lice out of his fur, things, you know, of that nature. He has support and care. He's not a rogue. Well, that brings up some questions that we have at forum.theparacast.com. We only had a, a limited amount of time to have a question thread up for you, JC. But, uh, boy, they came out of the woodwork uh, for your appearance. And... I have to agree with you, Chris. I was surprised that so many questions, so many really fascinating questions were posted by our loyal listeners. Thanks. You know, you mentioned seeing this dogman-like phenomenon uh, that this, this family has observed out there. This, this is a question from Griffin, who's been a poster for the last year at forum.theparacast.com. And he says, do you, you give credence to the dogman phenomenon? And if so, do you feel that this potentially could be a different type of Bigfoot? Or something else entirely. Let's uh, talk to you and, and get your feelings about what do you think these dogmen type creatures are? This is something we've gone really in depth of and to. You know, I've talked with Linda Godfrey and things of that nature. But number one, what we have out here, when you look at an upright walking canine, you've got at least nine or ten different scenarios that could tie in with what that is. First and foremost, 90% of the skinwalker investigations I've been on and the people I've interviewed and so forth had an upright walking wolfen entity either trying to enter their home, their hogan, and or chasing them and or terrorize them, things of that nature. It's an upright walking wolfen. On another pretense, we've seen the prints of something that we're told is a weir as in a werewolf. And once again, the a skinwalker would be a shapeshifter also. You could have been sitting next to this guy at Sunday school, Sunday morning, and at 9 o'clock at night, Sunday evening, he transforms into the animal of his choice or the animal of his study. That's what he becomes. With now, this, this is funny here, JC. We seem to have a growing fascination with shape-shifting. I mean, there are TV shows about it. We have, obviously, True Blood which was, I guess, the progenitor of a lot of the modern interests, where you have a shapeshifter can become any kind of animal. You have werewolves. You've got a new TV show called Bitten, Canadian-based show that is now being shown on Sci-Fi Channel. It's about a family or a clan or a pack of werewolves who, I guess, are fighting the bad werewolves. The good werewolves do not kill people. The bad werewolves do kill people. You've got, of course, Being Human, the American and British version about the vampire, the ghost, and the werewolf. We've got a show called Teen Wolf, 
I mean, we're being inundated with werewolves. So I'm going to ask you, and you can answer our next segment, JC, why the fascination and we're about the possible reality. Listeners, a lot of you have asked why we don't announce some of our forthcoming guests farther in advance so you can set your schedules. Well, part of it is that we tend to book guests right at the last minute to stay up to date. But we do have a few announcements to make. On next week's episode, and of course schedules can change, we're going to feature noted paranormal blogger Red Pill Junkie. Red Pill Junkie, that's the name he wants to be known by. And then we'll hear from Dr. Bruce Maccabee, who of course is a real scientist, and he'll talk about his investigations into the very controversial case of UFOs in Gulf Breeze in Florida. So all this is coming up. Stay tuned, neighbors. You're on with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. We are the premier independent talk radio network. The Genesis Communications Network. G-C-N. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, And the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Yesterday, I got a notice from the IRS. They say I owe them over $16,000. I don't have that kind of money, but the notice said if I don't pay it in 30 days, they're going to go into my bank account and take my money, put a lien on my house, and garnish my wages. Can they really do that? If you owe back taxes, unless you get help, the IRS can do all that and more. Don't try to fight the IRS on your own. Use Coast One Financial Group and let them help you get a fresh start. Their fresh start program that will stop collection efforts, remove any liens the IRS or state have in place, and help you reduce your back taxes by as much as 80%. You get a fresh start if you owe at least $10,000 in back taxes. They're so sure they can help you that they'll give you a 20% discount just for calling right now. Dial 877-328-6404. That's 877-328-6404. Again, 877-328-6404. Now you can get the same survival food U.S. Special Forces use on their toughest field missions. High-protein, high-energy, freeze-dried foods known as long-range patrol rations or LERPs. Soldiers love LERP rations. They're lightweight and easy to carry. Easy to prepare by just adding water. Easy to enjoy because they taste great. Civilians love LERPs as a solution for emergency preparedness and recreational activities with limited storage space, such as hiking, climbing, sailing, or RV travel. 
Veteran-owned Freeze-Dry Guy is your exclusive source for this 2013 U.S. military overrun. Long on nutrition, these delicious entrees have a long shelf life, lasting decades. But this rare opportunity, this limited supply, will not last long. You have to act now. Call 866-404-3663, 866-404-FOOD. Or log on now to freezedryguy.com, freezedryguy.com. A little over a year ago, I began to do a lot of research into why, even if I had a pretty good-sized meal, that I was still starving. And my research led me to a well-known fact that most of the soils that we grow our crops on here in the United States and across the industrialized world are almost completely depleted of almost all of the key minerals and trace elements that our bodies need to rebuild themselves, fight off cancer, and be healthy. I then searched out the best vitamin and mineral company out there and discovered Longevity. The Longevity products are designed to give you the real nutrition you need, and once you've got that, you don't have to eat as much to be satisfied. I've lost 37 pounds in two months, simply getting the vitamins and minerals I need. Check it out for yourself. It's incredible. Go to InfoWarsTeam.com today and order your first canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine Complete Multivitamin Mineral Complex Dietary Supplement. That's InfoWarsTeam.com. Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. From one of the Wolfman films of the 1940s. J.C., why are we so fascinated with shapeshifters, werewolves, and let's hear more about the possible reality? Well, once again, going back to the Navajo skinwalker, the Navajo skinwalker can take on the form of an animal. They can become a deer, an elk, a wolf, a coyote. Uh, they become something other than what they started out as. And when we look into this and the deeper we dig into this, first and foremost, if you want to become a part of this, if you want to join this cult, if you will, or whatever this <laughs> evil is, you have to bring in a sacrifice, someone near and dear to you, your mother, your brother, your sister, a sibling of that nature, or even, even a child. Well, you know, when there were times when my late brother, and he was 11 and a half years older, I thought I'd like to take him to a pack or turn him in somewhere. True. I really did. True. Well, you know what? They they would gladly accept him as a sacrifice. Unfortunately, she, he's gone. Oh. So it's too late. It's too late for that. But, you know, if he was still here, I'd think about it seriously. <laughs> well, if you can't kill your brother, they'll kill him for you. And then uh, what they'll do is dine on some of the softer tissues of the body. And if they find the body appealing, some of the elder members might practice some necrophilia on the sacrifice that you've brought in. From there, they will Well, my brother was definitely not appealing. Okay. Well, then they wouldn't have had any necrophilia with him. But they would have probably made potions and powders out of different parts of his body. And for cursing and witchery, they would have done so. And they have some interesting things. And I, this is really old alchemy at work here, but they've got some neurotoxins that I think the Department of Defense would love to get their hands on and synthesize because they have been at it for a very 
very long time. And you'll see a lot of Navajo people have a bag of medicine around their neck called bitter medicines. And all the bitter medicines is a bunch of ephedrine and some other high stimulants that are naturally occurring to get their blood pumping again because the mummy powder and the death powder and so forth that they blow on your face or shoot at you with a dart or whatever knocks you flat. It's a real heavy neurotoxin. And it's meant to kill you. Some of it is meant to just immobilize you. And imagine being there immobilized while this guy's pulling your guts out and doing horrible things to you and you can't do anything in resistance. So it's just a terrible thing. You know what? This show is getting crazier. We start with the poop discussion and now we're getting into people tearing your guts out. But I have a kind of a basic fundamental question here. And that is these creatures, people who can change their shape, are they born that way? Does someone bite them or scratch them and turn them? I'm told some of the things are hereditary, and I'm told with the weir, as in the werewolf, and that the actual spelling is W-E-I-R, and that comes back from something a lot more ancient than what we're looking at presently, or even studying presently. But there is a generational thing that I am told happens. I am also told that, as in with the skinwalker practice, the skinwalker art, you can enter into the weir, which is typically more of a Caucasian situation to become a werewolf or a weir animal, because I believe those abilities are available too. So we've just got two different sides of the track practicing the same evil practice. Right. And it's also, it's, it's part of a medicine, a dark arts or witchery way tradition within uh, the Diné people that comes along with years of training and all sorts of tests and and ritual and, and other things that, that have to do with the core beliefs of that particular medicine order or dark order, if you will. So there is there is a certain amount of educational process that goes on, at least within the, the whole realm of the skinwalker tradition. Well, and you, and you have to study. You have to study with uh, the practicing head witch, the practicing head elder, you know, and you will go out and do horrible things. I, I remember... Uh, mysterious creatures of the southwest you had the the uh native american man on who was involved in the skinwalker art and he was in in a situation where uh, he couldn't even tell what was being real and what was not real and he was like in a dream world and if you recall from the documentary when they asked him to bring his sister in as a sacrifice that's when he got out right i worked with him for several years uh here in the Sedona area, and I had no idea that he had any sort of knowledge about these sorts of uh, dark arts and, and kind of uh, secret knowledge, basically. And uh, it was quite a, quite a surprise to me when he, I mean, he was the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. You never, <laughs> I didn't think he had a mean bone in his body. And then he, he talked about his uncle, who was involved in, in this whole very dark world trying to recruit him to, to, to become a member of the, of the society. And, and he really didn't have that much knowledge about it, but he did go through quite a number of the initial sort of training rituals and stuff. And then when he found out that the last thing he had to do was, was give up a, a family member close to him. He, yeah, you're right, JC, he totally balked and he would not do it. But in that particular video that I was in, peripherally involved with mysterious creatures of the Southwest, to my knowledge, uh, the rituals that he was filmed doing is the only known film 
of someone that was trained in that particular uh, art form, if you want to call it that, um, whoever allowed themselves to be filmed doing some of these rituals. And uh, it, it was really spooky. <laughs> I was I, like, I Dennis, man, to, I thought I, I knew you. you. I would agree uh, as far as the filming of that. Uh, you probably have the only film of something of that nature. That's interesting. But yeah, and, and you know, once you go public about that or once you try to get away from them, you're in hiding for the rest of your life. And once you bring someone in, uh, I, I initiate Christopher and Gene. I'm like, okay, guys, you're in. Now, here's the deal. You've got to bring in the rest of your family to be a part of this. And if you don't bring them in to be a part of this, then we're going to bring them in as a, as a sacrifice. So you make your decision if they become a part of this or a sacrifice. Yeah. And another kind of interesting kind of anecdote uh, or incident or whatever that word is, is when the day the film came out, according to Dennis, his uh, uncle died, just dropped dead. It's almost as if by revealing the secrets uh, of, of this particular order, then the person who was responsible for him keeping quiet keeled over, basically. If, if memory serves me correct, I think it was the same day or, or within a day or two of the actual release of that particular video. I don't know if you were aware of that. Yeah, I, I believe he told me that. Found that kind I, of... I think Ron James is putting that video back out in 3D. That's the last I heard, so that <laughs> should be interesting to see that in 3D. Or he's working on another video in 3D. I, I might have been mistaken, but really interesting, too, also working with law enforcement, uh, often as I, I do with, with the Navajo Nation, is I'd went out on an officer-involved sighting of a Sasquatch. And the officer was out jogging uh, early evening, and this thing was sitting on the guardrail and stood up and scared the holy hell out of him. But yeah, one of the officers that was out there, and then there was another gentleman who was a police officer who had gotten away from law enforcement. He's working in the private sector, but he was telling me about he saw this dog. He knew who this dog was, and he captured the dog. And he put the dog in the back of his squad car and locked the doors and everything. And the dog turned back into the person. And he watched this. He watched the transformation. And he took the guy to jail. And the guy says, you know that you know I am. I'm, I'm going to die in like a month. And sure enough, you know, he, the guy had done some heinous crime to one of the family members, some type of domestic violence or something. And during his incarceration, he was let out a few weeks later. And he died pretty much a month later after the uh, initial arrest. But it's really interesting to talk with this uh, former police officer watching the transformation from the dog back to a person. Very interesting. So there is an actual physical transformation or at least something working on a different vibration, something we can't quite explain. Another one of the videos we put out this summer was uh, cave bear, cryptid canines and more. And we've got our good friend David Weatherly talking about driving down Route 666 back when the Devil's Highway was properly named. And this canine ran alongside of his vehicle at speeds up to 50 miles per hour and even crossed in front of him going down 666. You know, and it, we, you know you're trying to figure out how physically something like this is possible, but it, it might just be there on a different vibration than we are it, it's so hard to explain and i've got many reports of 
the old Navajo man running alongside the vehicle at speeds up to 90 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you catch him, you give him a speeding ticket. J.C. Johnson joining Gene and Chris. You're in. The Paracast. America's largest independently owned communications network, GCN. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. It's no secret that silver is one of the oldest known natural antibiotics, but the mainstream media will never tell we the people this information. Why? Many drug companies and politicians have dangerous alliances that manipulate the way we live by prescribing drugs that only manage disease, keeping us dependent on big pharma. And with Obamacare at our doorstep, we are now forced into a system that many of us do not want any part of. And no man or government has the right to dictate how we as free people choose to take care of our health. The patriots at utopiasilver.com hold this truth dear. Colloidal and ionic silver supplements from utopiasilver.com open the door to a whole new world of natural healing for the body and the mind. Visit utopiasilver.com and discover the safe and effective health benefits of colloidal and ionic silver. Call 888-213-4338. 888-213-4338. And talk to the patriots at utopiasilver.com, a leading source of natural healing using colloidal silver, colloidal gold, minerals, vitamins, and herbs. utopiasilver.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we think here, the running man, he's going at 90 miles an hour. Just consider the scenario. The theater of the mind again. And, you know, you're really going gangbusters in the desert. You know, you're on the four-lane interstate, and you've got the radar detector going. Imagine this now, because you don't want somebody to chase after you. I guess if we had a radar detector advertiser, this would be the time to sign them up. And you've got this guy racing after you at 90 miles an hour, but he doesn't have the detector. So you escape it, but he doesn't. (laughs) And you try to tell the cop, hey, I was trying to get away from this old man running alongside my vehicle at 90 miles an hour, and sure, the officer's going to gonna believe that he'll break out the breathalyzer (laughs) and he'll go right after you (laughs) oh yeah listen here okay so you got the running man and he's going 90 miles an hour tell me another one and now i'm going to handcuff you for your own safety and then i'm taking (laughs) you into a psych ward for your own safety of course 
Well, you mentioned uh, JC vibration, which brings up an interesting question again from Griffin. And he, he wants to know, in your opinion, do you think it is likely that cryptids like Bigfoot or potentially Dogman are nothing more than unknown earthly creatures? Or do you lean towards a more spiritual, dimensional, or alien theory or a combination of the above? If one Let's, of the latter, we start do you also this. feel that other paranormal phenomena could be associated with Bigfoot in some way? And he gives the example UFOs, unexplained lights, missing time, shadow people, uh, etc. So where do you come down on this? I, I would imagine it, it kind of varies from phenomenal creature to phenomenal creature. But why don't you give us kind of a thumbnail sketch of your thinking? Well, really, you know, I, I wish I could put this all in a box, but I can't. We can, in each case, identify, hopefully, what was the perpetrator and go from there. So, you know, it, a lot of things were actually you know a skinwalker yet we've come across situations where it was a weir as in a weir wolf and we found the tracks we found the evidence in the area and a real weir track is quite unlike the canine tracks we find in the upright walking canine situations with skinwalkers so we have a differential there so with those two cases you've got a skinwalker shapeshifter and a weir which is a werewolf two different situations i've also got reports from people and gone out and interviewed them where they've come across something in a wolfen variety bipedal not by nature but you know they could stand up on their hind legs and walk a short distance as a bear would, but that wasn't their primary mode of getting around. Typically, they'd be a quadruped, but these wolves were excess of eight, eight and a half feet tall that these people saw, broad daylight. They stood up on two and they had hands with long fingernails, you know, fairly human looking hands. But when they went down to take off, they got down on all fours. So this might be something a little more natural i still hold out that we have a cryptid species that we've come to know essentially as dog man and with that varied sightings hundreds of different variations on the sightings we can't get a common denominator with the upright walking canines we can't so with that in mind you've probably got 20 possibilities with any upright walking canine what the origin is and what they're doing Hmm, interesting. I, I found in my research, uh, going over some of the early 70s reports in the Midwest, trying to find where the actual cattle mutilation phenomenon began, where various theories to explain what was going on began. Oftentimes, and, and this was in four or five regions uh, in Missouri, Texas, uh, on the other side of the Mississippi, in, in uh, Illinois, that prior to an outbreak of cattle rustling or mutilations, there would there would be a hairy humanoid sighting, and uh, in one case it was called the uh, the Lawton Wild Man. It was Lawton, Oklahoma, if, if I remember correctly. This this guy was jumping, you know, incredible uh, leaping ability, like Spring Heel Jack or something back in the 1800s in England, where he'd be able to leap off balconies, you know, two stories up and dash around. And one of the interesting descriptions was that he he had on a pair of dark pants that were like two or three sizes too small and a plaid shirt <laughs> and uh this made the papers and uh there were quite a number of reports of him and i i find it very interesting that then you should have an outbreak of other types of unusual activity it's almost like these these wild men or dog men presage uh waves of activity that then unfold in the area in which they're originally seen uh, have you found a correlation like that in the four corners area 
just really sporadic. We get weird things happening. It's usually, usually toward spring. And then my phone lights up, my email lights up, and you know the YouTube channel, people are contacting me and so forth of stuff happening. And we get pockets, weird pockets of activity. And then they tend to, after a period of time, just a few weeks, quiet down. Even with the, with the furry people, you know, we, we get pockets in activity areas that kind of shift and move, but they're pretty much here all summer up until the harvest of the high desert with the uh, agricultural products that they have. So it's, but yeah, the weird stuff. I had more centaur reports this spring than I had Bigfoot sightings. And this is one that I'm really having a hard time wrapping my head around is uh, the, the, these humanoid horse, horses. This is bizarre. Why don't you give us an update? You've mentioned this a couple of times in your past visits here to the Paracast, but why don't you give us an update on the, on the priest and, and other sightings? Well, you know, it, it's unfortunate my reliable witness who was going to get me out onto the area where the centaur was terrorizing this Catholic mission, an old Spanish mission up near the Apache Reservation, was terrorizing the priests and the nuns and was seen running around in the graveyard and everything else. Subsequent, in the meantime, this same person, my witness, was out by the sheep corral with his grandparents, and this guy all painted up in white glides across the snow heading toward their sheep corral, and the grandparents were very upset and saying, Yana Klushi, and you know, shapeshifter. It's, it's one of the, the, the witches. And this guy did not even make contact with the ground. And my witness went in the house and he got his Ruger 1022 and he just started sailing rounds after it, shooting at it. And it turned around and headed away and he heard it say an explicative. <laughs> and the dogs chased it once it turned around. And he probably shot 25 times and he went out. The individual didn't leave any tracks in the snow whatsoever and there was no blood. So I was concerned about him from that point on. And, you know, I had a long conversation with him and so forth. And he was really afraid that the cult was going to come back and wreak havoc on his grandparents. And he'd made preparations for that evening and having watches and so forth. He was very, very worried as were the grandparents, because they knew the gang, the cult, the mafia, the Skinwalker Mafia was going to come back and exact some kind of revenge on them. Well, nothing really came of it until a few months ago, I got a strange text message from him during the night. And when I subsequently talked to him, he said he'd had contact with the guy he'd shot and he was fine. There was nothing wrong with him. And he wanted to further talk to him. I said, don't talk to him. Don't have anything to do with him. Well, a few months ago, I got the sad news that in between classes, he was riding his bicycle and gallop at the college, and he was killed by a motor vehicle. And that's all been very strange, too. And I haven't been able to garner or gather very much information about his demise. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. So he was my lead dude on the centaur thing. And this other thing happened, and then we've got other people around Farmington who've just seen them uh, cross the road, stop the vehicles, and this half-man, half-horse is crossing the road, and clippity-clop. I mean, it wasn't a hologram or a holographic or, you know, it wasn't a real mist. And then we've got other reports where you can almost see through the centaur. Chief Dan was out investigating something of that nature. 
a few months ago that it was almost semi-transparent to Centaur. But the other reports I've got very physical. You can hear the, the hooves hitting the pavement and so forth. And it's, for all intents and purposes, three-dimensional, real, in the flesh, if you will. I'll tell you, it's uh, the magical Southwest has a lot more <laughs> going on than the average tourist uh, in the area would think. Okay, we have so much more to cover. With J.C. Johnson, Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Friends, this is Alex Jones for MidasResources.com. For more than 15 years, I have exclusively used Midas Resources for all my precious metal needs. Whether it's bullion or collectibles you're looking for, Midas Resources is simply the best. I own my gold as a hedge against inflation. This Federal Reserve fiat currency could go the way of the Deutschmark and the Weimar Republic anytime. In these historically dangerous times, it makes sense to physically hold gold and silver. Midas already has some of the best deals in the industry. But if you give them a call and mention the radio special, they will give you a list of the day's super specials. Midas brokers are standing by to answer all your questions at 800-686-2237. They also have a lot of informative free literature explaining the opportunities and risk of holding precious metals. They are ready to answer your questions at 800-686-2237. Again, that's 800-686-2237. Now you can get the same survival food U.S. Special Forces use on their toughest field missions. High-protein, high-energy, freeze-dried foods known as long-range patrol rations or LERPs. Soldiers love LERP rations. They're lightweight and easy to carry. Easy to prepare by just adding water. Easy to enjoy because they taste great. Civilians love LERPs as a solution for emergency preparedness and recreational activities with limited storage space, such as hiking, climbing, sailing, or RV travel. Veteran-owned Freeze-Dry Guy is your exclusive source for this 2013 U.S. military overrun. Long on nutrition, these delicious entrees have a long shelf life lasting decades. But this rare opportunity, this limited supply, will not last long. You have to act now. Call 866-404-3663, 866-404-FOOD. Or log on now to freezedryguy.com, freezedryguy.com. Positive results from satisfied customers of Heart and Body Extract continue to pour into our website, hbextract.com. This is Al from New Jersey. One day I saw your ad for Heart and Body Extract and it mentioned that it would help me with angina. 
so I decided to order. I figure I had nothing to lose. Heart and Body Extract supplies your body with everything it needs to balance itself and maintain optimal heart and circulatory health with no negative side effects. I took the formula three times a day as directed, and I kid you not, within four days, my angina pain was completely gone. Order HB Extract by calling 866-295-5305 or online at hbextract.com. That's 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. I could not believe it actually stopped the pain. Heart and Body Extract actually works. This is just an amazing product. Even the numbness in my hands is completely gone. Heart and Body Extract for a long and healthy life. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Oh, this is exciting. Except for someone who is there seeing all these creatures. This is why I never make those trips, JC. You're welcome to come anytime, honestly. Oh, I'm sure I am. I really appreciate the invitation. Thank you so much. But I have to tell you, not going to (laughs) happen. It it is probably most of the times out there is 95, uh, 97% boredom. And then sometimes 3% sheer, pure terror. So there's, or, you know, or sheer pure curiosity, you know, all of a sudden something breaks loose and you've got a lot of strange activity going on, regardless of whatever the subject is, whatever the topic is, you all of a sudden got the activity. So that's all very interesting and sometimes very frightening. One of the incidents we had with uh, Ron Regeer up on uh, one of our research mountains on the reservation. We I was were, just going to ask you about that. We were packing up camp. But what had happened the day before is we'd gone out. We'd, we went as far as we could on this two-track road. And I was concerned about us all making it any further. And we, I think we're up around 92, 9,300 feet or probably 9,100 9, feet. And we decided this was it. We found a little open area to put a camp down with some shade and so forth and some scrub oaks. All in all, nice little area at the end of the road, so to speak. And we covered the mountains and covered around, and we had Tom Searcher with us, and he was hiking us out. You know, Sarge will march you many miles <laughs> and uh, had us up all over the place. But we hadn't really checked out this little old Hogan with a broken down corral. And when we finally did one another, and we were with Chief Dent, Navajo Elder, and there was this like bluebird smushed into the ground as if he'd done uh, a kamikaze run at 300 miles per hour and hit the ground because he was partially embedded in the ground. It looked like a huge impact to me and his neck was broken, his head was smashed and there was an impact area and his tail feathers were still moving. He wasn't even really dead yet and it was weird. So we filmed it and then his mate was up in the tree and she was not too happy about the whole situation. And I'm like, Hey, we're, we're sorry. We don't know what happened to your, your boyfriend or whatever. You know, he did an end to it. Looked like, you know, incredible speed. So we walked around the corral somewhere and then right away, Leonard goes, this is a shady house. And a shady house is where someone has passed away in the home. And of course they removed the body and, you know, have a funeral and stuff like that. But with the Diné Navajo, if somebody dies in the home, the home is typically 
off limits and left abandoned. And Leonard walked around further and said, oh, look right here. This is where they laid out the spirit meal for him, you know, for his spirit journey. And there's the bottle of water they laid out. You know, he's going through the whole thing. So we're like, okay, you know, out of respect. We now that we know, because we didn't know, out of respect, everybody off limits by the 80 house, stay away from it. And and that was it, you know, be respectful. You know, I've just something occurred to me here while you were talking about checking this house. There is a site now, and I'm not going to give the name of it, but it's been mentioned on radio and TV. And the headline is the best way to find out if anyone has ever died in your house. Okay? And you pay for the service. I'm serious. It's now only, what, $12 per search. Limited time only. But they're not advertising with us. I really think they should. I might even contact them. But literally speaking, they do a research, I guess, of death records or something in your city to see if somebody at your address actually died there. You don't need any ghost hunters or anything anymore. Interesting. You should get them to advertise with the Paracast. Absolutely. I'm going to do it, by the way. <laughs> as we speak, as we continue, I will write them and say, hey, this is the best show on the planet. Now, on this only, plane uh, of existence, there's no better place to advertise. If they're only charging 12 bucks, that would tell me that that kind of research we could probably do on our own for about a dollar. <laughs> so look into that. That's what you want to look into. That type, type of research. You'd be surprised what you could find online. We, we've got a... a talking with Sharon Day yesterday, we have a, a researcher who's pretty much disappeared under mysterious circumstances. And uh, this, this is a long story, but I was able to do some research that she wasn't even aware of. And it's new technology with Google where you can download a photo and then go to Google Images and upload the photo. And Google will search the databases far and wide for this photo and find out the origins of the photo really interesting and it's free so the next time you got some hot chick in a bikini requesting your friendship on facebook download the photo put it in the google photo search and you'll probably find out she's with some uh boiler room out of ghana that's trying to get your credit card information so do that well, why don't you get back to your story with uh, Leonard Dan and David Weatherly and Ron Regera. This is a fascinating well, actually, story. David wasn't on that uh, particular trip to the same mountain, but he was on a later one, which I'll go into detail. But, Tom, we're packing okay. up camp, and usually everybody's worried. And when, when we've got an area that we're, we're unsure of what type of activities are going on around us, there's usually somebody on watch. Well, we were packing up camp. There was a big big wall of voodoo that was going to dump a lot of rain and we wanted off that mountain in the worst way so we were hustling and these aren't some of these areas i wouldn't even call them roads you know they're little two-track wagon trail looking things and we were in a hurry to get off the mountain and we weren't paying attention the way we should have been and leonard dan walks over to me he says this is this just hit my uh my rainfly uh, material not the rainfly but the uh tent material he said, I heard the thud, and I looked, and here it was, and he's got part of a porcupine quill, and porcupines do not launch their quills. <laughs> we had no known porcupines in the area, and he actually saw the dart hit, and he told me what it was. He said, this is a, a skinwalker dart, and it's probably got the mummy powder or potion or something 
in this hollow quill and it just missed me and then we're on ultimate alert for the rest of packing up and out of there and we gave the quill to uh, ron to have tested but you know if that would have hit him there's no telling what was in the uh hollowed out porcupine quill and they do that they shoot darts at you and a lot of times they will shoot bones shards through a blowgun type thing that have been dipped in some type of neurotoxin or something very toxic to introduce to your body or your system and a lot of times with the bone shards they shoot through the blow pipes they're meant to get in between the vertebrae on your neck typically and paralyze you sever the spinal cord if you will and they've got experts in that and with the dark art so there's a lot of nasty gnarly things that can happen to you out there in addition to everything else that is out there you know what the more i hear this i'm even less <laughs> persuaded by the way ladies and gentlemen i wrote to the company that gives you the information about whether someone died in your house and let's just see if they get back to me and see if they want to advertise on the show now understand if they do come on the show and of course they provide income and they help pay our bills be nice to them, okay? <laughs> Please. Be nice to J.C. Johnson because he might send something to your home. <laughs> With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. A little right, a little left, but always independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network. G.C.N. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Great news, pure water lovers. BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com has a special discount offer for all GCN listeners. You can't do better than a Big Berkey for economy. For only 1.7 cents a gallon, a single set of filters can last for 5 to 10 years. There's none better than a Big Berkey for emergency preparedness as a backup water source. And you just can't beat a Big Berkey to remove dangerous chlorine, all types of fluoride, pathogenic bacteria, cysts, parasites, and unhealthy bodies products from municipal water. Berkey water filter systems are even powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. For the gold standard in water filters, get a Big Berkey at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. And all GCN listeners get 5% off all ceramic filter systems. For details, call 1-877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey water filters for the love of clean water. 
travel so much and having a fake TV, well, it gives added peace of mind. Burglars look for houses that appear to be easy targets. But fake TV can fool even professional burglars into thinking someone is home watching television. As a recent widow living alone, it gives me great peace of mind to set my fake TV near a window and know that passing motorists and pedestrians will think someone is home watching TV when I'm actually away from home. Fake TV easily plugs into any outlet, just like a light on a timer. And they're so easy to use. You just plug them in and they're ready to go. Plus, they're so affordable that we have one upstairs and downstairs. Fake TV is only $29.95 with free shipping. Order your fake TV by calling 877-5-FAKE-TV or go to faketv.com. That's 877-532-5388 or faketv.com. Fake TV, the burglar deterrent. It's no secret that silver is one of the oldest known natural antibiotics, but the mainstream media will never tell we the people this information. Why? Many drug companies and politicians have dangerous alliances that manipulate the way we live by prescribing drugs that only manage disease, keeping us dependent on big pharma. And with Obamacare at our doorstep, we are now forced into a system that many of us do not want any part of. And no man or government has the right to dictate how we as free people choose to take care of our health. The patriots at utopiasilver.com hold this truth dear. Colloidal and ionic silver supplements from utopiasilver.com open the door to a whole new world of natural healing for the body and the mind. Visit utopiasilver.com and discover the safe and effective health benefits of colloidal and ionic silver. Call 888-213-4338. 888-213-4338 and talk to the patriots at utopiasilver.com, a leading source of natural healing using colloidal silver, colloidal gold, minerals, vitamins and herbs. utopiasilver.com. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? Or I'll send Chris O'Brien to your home. And there you go. Imagine opening the door, and there's JC, and there's Chris. Now, I've opened my door, and Chris has been there. I haven't seen JC yet. Maybe next week. We're having fun here, ladies and gentlemen, talking about weird things. It's kind of like a campfire scene here at the Paracast, an indoor campfire, so we don't use real flames. Otherwise, we'll have a too hot a time for us to take it. But the one thing I want to ask you, JC, you got all this stuff going on out there where you live, and some of it sounds downright dangerous to me. Oh, absolutely. Do I assume then that you are appropriately armed? to the oh, maximum NRA standard? Uh, above and beyond. And we're overly prepared. Hopefully, we try to be overly prepared in every situation. And it's better to have the protection and not, and not need it than to need the protection and not have it in time and time and time again out in the wilds and in some very frightening situations where I found myself without any type of protection. I have regretted it to an extreme, extreme variety <laughs> but I why even live out there answer that question why would you want to live out there if you have all these dangers you know we, we were uh, i was at the uh, sasquatch genome project press conference back in october in dallas and what i made clear was there is a catalytic catalytic event for all of us who are involved in this something happened to us at one time that opened our eyes to other things and opened 
our mind up to wanting to find the truth, to wanting to find what this was that did this. Or, you know, I, I go back to the Mogollon Rim, Blue Ridge Reservoir back in, you know, 1999 is when a lot of my suspicions came true. And we had a rather horrific incident with a very large furry person. But that was the catalyst for me to want to find more answers. So it isn't like, you know, we just happen upon these things. We're, we're looking. We're looking, and a lot of the things that we address, a lot of the situations, if you watch the investigative videos on YouTube, most of these situations are people who've reached out to us to come and help them where law enforcement hasn't been able to satisfy their needs or anything of that nature. We, we take it a step further, and this is just helping people. We don't have sponsors. We've done everything all these years out of pocket, all of us. And we typically do enjoy helping people if they're receptive to being helped. Now, you would think that some people try to take matters into their own hands. Maybe they use their own weapons or other ways to scare these crazy creatures away. That's got to cause some complications. I would say with with the Sasquatch people, and we've seen where... The sheep camps have been run off the mountain. The corrals are broken. They smashing parts of the house and so forth. You know, they did something wrong. And a lot of the sheep herders I run into up on the mountains, like, you know, you've been up here all these years. You're running some sheep and cattle and you haven't had any unpleasant things happen other than an occasional sheep missing and so forth. Kind of a trespass offering. So whatever you're doing, keep doing, because if they don't want you on this mountain, they will make your life a living hell until you leave they will harass you until you leave so i wouldn't recommend ever shooting at a furry person unless your life is in danger immediately in danger I, you know some people i know have taken pot shots at them and perhaps maybe maybe even wounded them and they're going to come back and they're going to exact <laughs> revenge on you they will yeah especially we, if you live out there of course gonna, of course the, one of the most famous cases was the um the 1920s case of uh, the miners uh, up on Ape Canyon on the side of Mount St. Helens, that, that's the first real fairly well-documented report of angry, <laughs> hairy people. We're speaking about hairy people, and the last time I think, uh, JC, you were on the show was with David Polides, and, and of course he is the author of the uh, Missing 411 books. And Griffin wants to know, uh, at the question at forum.theparacast.com, do you have an opinion on the potential involvement of Bigfoot in the missing person cases compiled by David Politis from National Parks? Well, you know, I was I was going through researching and I remembered Leonard Dan had done this interview that our friend Java Bob had recorded him up in Red Valley near the base of the Lukachukais. And it was more talking about the horrors of boarding school and growing up in that system and so forth. But he also talks about this baby who was basically in her cradle board and disappeared and they'd had it big extensive searches and this had to be in the late 40s maybe early 50s when this happened and they eventually gave up on finding the child and the parents said a bear took the child uh about age 10 this naked wild child she's found out in red valley and one of the Navajo cowboys was out and he actually, you know, he tried to talk to her and she, all she could do is go, oh, 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 you know, and he captured her and he brought her back in. 
And the family that was missing the baby came and identified her by some birthmark or something. This is our girl, you know, and they they brought her home and so forth and, you know, slowly reindoctrinated her to learn the language and so forth. And Leonard mentions in the video, he saw her some years later and she was kind of an attractive woman. But when he looked at her, he scared the hell out of him. She had a wild, wild look in her eyes. And the stories went that she would go outside their home at night, later years, and she was still whooping and communicating with the furry people. That's in the video. It's really interesting. I'll, I'll link you up to it. It's on YouTube. Chief Dan talks about the horrors, uh, Bigfoot and the horrors of boarding school. Just an unedited campfire chat with him. But very interesting. And, you know, Many other times we've got abduction stories that don't come out so good and the people are never seen again. We've got a long history of the furry people taking native women and never being seen again. And we've got some writings from the Franciscan monks in the 1700s who were talking about a couple of, I believe, Pueblo women who were abducted and they did escape and they did come back. And they had normal enough looking children. They were pregnant by these furry people. You say normal enough looking, you mean all or mostly human? Yeah. Yeah. Not not incredible amounts of hair or anything like that. You know, and that's uh that, that leads on to some other things with the Russian almasty and so forth. And you know, I, right. I will come out and I will say that Sykes put up a middle finger to everyone involved in his DNA study because he followed an agenda. And the only thing you see him report on were the misidentifications. I think when they got into the realm of the Sasquatch and the Sasquatch DNA, that was too many cans of worms. And what he should have said is on my way down to the market, looking for some Yeti samples, I ran into an extinct or supposedly extinct polar bear. And that's the way he should have worded it. And he shouldn't have had the confusing aspects come out that Yeti is actually a supposed extinct polar bear. I mean, the waters got so friggin' muddy with that study. Absolute mud. Sorry. That's where I'm at. <laughs> well, what about this guy that's uh, trotting out this supposed Bigfoot body that he claims that he shot and he's going to be taking it on the road and stuff? I, 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 I was there in Atlanta, Georgia in 2008. And I witnessed the $50,000 transaction that uh, Tom Biscardi's sponsor had with Rick Dyer and Matthew Witten for this supposed Bigfoot body frozen in ice. Got there, looked through the frozen ice, and we saw an obscure something underneath the ice. But they'd paid for it, and we loaded it up in a trailer. And those ass clowns were in the air while we were on the road going from Atlanta, Georgia, to our safe house in Indiana. And they did their press conference, I believe, on that Friday. And we were sleeping. We did a red eye from Gallup, New Mexico, to Georgia, to Indiana. No one slept. We have J.C. Johnson around the campfire with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk. 
for every political persuasion. We are GCN. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Take delivery in spring. 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the 
government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. J.C. Johnson around the campfire with Gene and Chris. They take the red eye because the prices are cheaper. <laughs> Let's face it, you know, they're not flying first class. Okay, what happened? So anyway, we get to the safe house. We're all worn out, trashed, tired. Uh, by this time, Steve Calls flies in. Steve Calls is going to be head of security to watch over this supposed body until we can thaw it out. And we've got supposed people on the way to do an autopsy. Blah, blah, blah. On we go. Well, on this property, this gentleman has redone one of Dillinger's old hideouts. And it's a mansion that he's added on to. And what a beautiful place. But the, it's haunted. That's another story. <laughs> anyway, I went upstairs to one of the haunted rooms, caught a few hours of sleep. And Leonard came knocking on my door. He said, some of the hairs come up out of the ice and we're, we're looking at it. It's weird. So I got up, got dressed, went down to the barn where we were thawing out the creature. Looked at the hair and I go, this is costume material. Oh, no, no, no. I said, yes, it is. And we, uh, I took a, took a lighter and I burned it and it burned up like fishing string. And from that point forward, we put some salamander heaters in the U-Haul and shut the door and we cranked the heater, uh, the heat up to, to like 200 degrees <laughs> to get a quick thaw. And it was t- Tom Jr. who pulled the rubber foot out of the ice. And that was the end of that. And the hoaxers were still with Tom Biscardi at that time in California. And we put a call in to him not to let those guys out of your sight. Is this a common thing to pull stunts of this nature? You know, I, I, I wouldn't say Viscardi necessarily. I mean, Steve Coles has different opinions about this, and I, I don't have enough information either way. All I know is we were basically uh, the Aaron boys to go pick up this supposed body, and we found out it wasn't real, and we did everything we could. You know, we called Fox News that day once the rubber foot came out of the ice and they, they, they're like, yeah, yeah, right. They didn't, they wouldn't come out, you know, and it wasn't until the next day that uh, Tom was able to actually get an affiliate of Fox News to come out and uh, show what we'd found and that these guys had completely hoaxed everyone and made this fake Bigfoot body. And the cleanup, the biohazard cleanup from that took another week because all the blood that was in with the fake sasquatch suit they had a pig inside the body they had all kinds of animal parts and roadkill pig head possum parts guts and hides very very disgusting cleanup and i think they'd done all this and stuffed the suit in such a way to make the weight and to make the stink I was thinking as you were talking we should have warned everybody off at the beginning of this whenever we have jc johnson on Folks, when you listen to the Paracast, don't consume any meals. Take it easy. Take it in steps. Let me ask you here. Anytime you have these crazy hoaxes being perpetrated in these fields, 
It's got to make it more difficult for a serious person to get across the possibility that something authentic is happening. So how do you get around it? And what do we have to do to find the real smoking gun where you could just walk on to a scientific session or go on the Today Show and say, here it is, folks, proof about Wolfman, proof about Bigfoot. You know, with, without actually having a body to present, I believe Dr. Melba Ketchum's study, the whole genome study of the Sasquatch, is proof enough. But science won't touch it. Science can't handle this. And this is agenda. Once again, you will find agenda in so many different situations. And also, Christopher can agree with this too, is we've got philosophical science, we've got philosophical paleontology, we've got philosophical archaeology. Once you get outside of the box, that's it. End of story. No, this isn't what's in the textbook. And that's as far as they will go. And you've got an old boy school of science and an old boy school of thought that is very much discouraging a lot of up-and-coming scientists with new ideas and new theories, time and time again. It doesn't help when you have certain politicians that will not be named who seem to have like a 15th century viewpoint when it comes to science. So the Earth is still 6,000 years old. Forget about the fossils. Forget about the carbon dating. They don't believe in anything that doesn't fit in their very narrow point of view. So how do you convince anybody and how do you get enough funding to support this? Because they're killing budgets everywhere. They're just hacking them away. Well, it isn't necessarily that. It it is the enthroned scientists presently who are discouraging new ideas and discouraging the new and up and coming radical, if you will, situations when it comes to science they are as guilty themselves as anything else and it isn't it it has nothing to do with the funding the monies anything like that is it is a school of thought and it is well jc i I mean i i hate to interrupt but but you know melba did not do her her cause any good by using terms like angel dna uh allowing uh portions of the results to be scooped by that Russian uh, researcher who came out with a press conference and uh, a press release. And, oh, there were, there were many mistakes. Believe yeah, me. there were a lot of mistakes made. And, and, and once you, you've got that genie of doubt out of the bottle, there's no way in the world that you're going to satisfy the scientific community and get that, that, that genie of doubt back in the bottle. So why don't you give us an update? Where is that study currently? What They're actually picking up more uh, scientists and PhDs uh, almost weekly, taking a look and going, this, you know, this is something we would like to explore further. I want to make really clear, the other DNA laboratories involved in the double-blind testing, Texas A&M, the Crime Lab, and others, you don't see them coming back and refuting the findings because they came up with the same thing. That is putting a little bit of the genie back in the box you don't see true. these other i have not you don't heard see any. that and the I, other doctors and phds involved now that the study is public you can go read it you can go look at the whole thing you've got the other doctors and scientists who were involved in this and you don't see them coming out refuting anything you that, don't see anybody really from the point. inside going oh it was all flawed it was all you know you don't have that and you don't have the other laboratories refuting everything because they've come back with the same results i think number one what is so so twisting on everyone's mind who has the mindset of who these furry 
people are when you come back with the mitochondrial DNA being human. Impossible. And that is the biggest gap there. The mitochondria DNA, the mother being human. That is probably the biggest resistance out there because everyone wants this to be an unknown North American ape, whatever. You know, they've got a pet theory and religiously they will fight you on this being an ape, just a stupid ape that runs around in the woods. That's what they want. But what you're implying here is that it's really an offshoot of humanity, that it's something so close to us that if we mated with them, the offspring would be human. In some cases. And we've got, and this will all come out later, especially with, with Erickson and his videos that he's got and the studies that they've done. Some of these guys, they're out there with the furry people. They're 10 feet tall. They look like alley-oop, a Cro-Magnon man, and they hardly have any hair on them whatsoever, but they've got the body mass and density and the five-foot-wide shoulders. But, you know, it's going back to the DNA and recessive and dominant traits. This guy isn't born as feral as the other ones. And another thing you want to keep in mind, too, the whole genome testing, there was nothing in GenBank for the progenitor species, for the father. There's nothing on file. They have billions and billions of pairs in GenBank, and the father is not on file. So this is new DNA. So some of the stuff talked about in some of the people who do DNA research, angel DNA is unknown DNA. Okay, she wasn't referring to these being an angelic principality or something of that nature. Angel DNA is unknown, and that's a common term with DNA people and people in pathology and the pathology sciences and so forth. DNA unknown is angel. So, I mean, that was taken out of context. And you know what? God bless her heart. Dr. Melba is a Southern Belle, <laughs> and a lot of people have a problem with that. They do. And she conducts herself like a lady, and, you know, she's a Southern Belle from Texas. She's got an accent. They don't, you know, I've heard her accent being picked on. I've heard the fact that she's from Texas being picked on. I mean, uh, well, the fact that more she's or less a, called her a hillbilly. I mean, bias. what's that? I, I, yeah, there's, there's also gender bias in the scientific community. Uh, it, it doesn't take much for a woman to do the wrong thing and then and be totally not taken seriously uh, would be the polite way of saying it. Of course, they have this woman from Texas who is running for governor, and they're giving her a lot of stuff, a lot of criticism that may have a slight gender bias. Who knows? J.C. Johnson around the campfire with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Minds think alike. The network for the independent minded. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the 
people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. These days, so many suffer from heartburn, stomach ulcers, and acid reflux. And most never realize it is the high acidity within the body that causes their discomfort. While selective diet choices can help, AlkaVision Plasma pH drops can really make a change. A few drops added to water can optimize your body's pH level, ridding you of harmful waste and acid, promoting health, and restoring vibrance and energy. Healthy pH levels make all the difference. High acidity can also cause depression, insomnia, and irritability. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops bring you vital balance that can be truly life-changing. Alkalizing boosts immune response, reduces headaches and cramping, and even helps prevent bone loss. This is simple science that helps your body do what's natural. Order your AlkaVision pH Drops for just $29.95 at AlkaVision.com, A-L-K-A-Vision.com, or call 800-518-7615. Alkalize your body, supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Chris is morphing into another creature, you know. I want to ask you a quick question, JC, before we go on. Whenever you see the TV shows illustrating someone changing from man or woman to animal or werewolf, especially the werewolf, the morph process is always very painful. So is that part of the fiction of this thing or is that a necessity? I can only imagine, and it was interesting, we were filming the pilot episode, uh, it's now called uh, Paranormal Highways, it was going to be Haunted Highways. Anyway, we were filming the pilot episode with uh, offshoots of Sci-Fi Channel a few years back, and it was out where a young man who'd been attacked by a skinwalker, and this guy wasn't completely shape-shifted in anything, he was all painted up, but um, had a lot of weird attributes about him. Anyway, he grabbed this 14-year-old kid. Luckily enough, this kid was in boxing class and, you know, fairly well beat this thing away from him. It beat the hell out of him, too. But he said it was like hitting a brick wall. Anyway, there was a church out there near this home, and we're doing the investigation and so forth. And there was an older woman taking care of the church, and she was avoiding all of us. And Leonard Dan was out there, and he's the Navajo elder we call Chief Dan. And, you know, he went up, yate, and shaking her hand and making small talk with him. And she goes, I don't like all this skinwalker stuff, but I will tell you, I was called out to this home from this church by these people to pray for an old man who was in very poor health. And I was afraid to go there because I knew who the family was and I knew that they were practicing and they were all involved. And I was very scared for my life, but I went, it was a prayer request. And she got there and there was a bare skin rug or something in the middle of the room. The old man was in the middle, and there were two younger men on either side of him on this bearskin rug. And she asked, who am I supposed to pray for? And the old man raised his hand, and she went up and, you know, prayed the sinner's prayer with him. And he said, you know, I'm dying, and I'll be dead soon, and I don't want to go where I know I'm going. I want to be with your God. So she prayed with him. And while she was praying with him, 
she saw one of the gentlemen on the other side, either side of them, they were morphing in front of her eyes. She said this guy's hand went from a hand to a curvature claw looking something ugly, but he was shifting in front of her. She said he even tried to cover his hand up under his arm and they were morphing in front of her. And the old man said, go, both of you go, get up and go do what you were paid to do. I'm not going with you anymore. And she just, guys got up off that bearskin rug. And she said, once they hit the door, they just, like a flash of light, disappeared. But she watched them. There were parts of them that were morphing in front of her. But did it show a painful morph? I, I don't All think right. there was any real reaction. The guy's hand was just turning into this big, long, claw, bear-looking, scary hand-looking thing. So, And she didn't hear him going, ah! <laughs> it was just happening. And I wonder... A lot of these elderly we see that are just shuffling along, limping and all busted up looking. And, you know, how many times? And I've been told, you know, even Leonard goes, you see that guy? You see the way he's walking? He's shifted so many times. He's probably only in his early 50s. He said he's got the body of a 100-year-old because he's shifted so many times. His joints are out of whack. Everything's out of whack on this guy and everything's messed up. There are, therefore, negative consequences, you're saying to this shape-shifting. It's not just a seamless process. It is something that takes its toll. And that was interesting that you mentioned that because I recall the statement in the TV show, the sci-fi series, Bitten, where this woman, who is a werewolf, she had shifted twice already. And someone mentioned that it was a little too much of a drain for her, so not to shift again. This is not a race of people in this particular show where... It happens in the full moon or something. It is something that is willful. You want to become a wolf, you become a wolf. Chris, we got some more questions? Well, we have a couple of questions here from uh, Oakenwolf, who has a avatar that looks like a skinwalker with long, pointy fingers and like claw-like hands. So uh, that name, perhaps, perhaps that name, that yeah. Maybe we're being visited by sure. them. You think, ladies and gentlemen, we always think that it's possibly an FBI or a CIA agent in our forums but what about a shapeshifter no this listener is going to be resenting this right now saying what did you say that for (laughs) well i'm contacted by the dark arts all the time i'm looking at the picture and it's uh kind of spooky looking well he wants to know jc do you believe dinosaurs could still exist somewhere and not their descendants and not counting nessie or champ um and he wants uh, some examples uh, of, let's say, dragons or trolls or ogres or something that would indicate uh, an ancient life form that may have survived through time. I know you have that great story of, of being on the San Juan and, and observing between your two kayaks what you thought was uh, an 18-inch diameter snake that uh, surfaced uh, between the two kayaks. But how about some of these uh, strange little dinosaurs that have been spotted around the four corners area i've even investigated uh, a few of those types of reports so why don't you give us a rundown oh i've got a sheep herder out by newcomb new mexico uh, this is one of my favorite things to talk about is he's got some fossilized prints on his home site lease out there he's running sheep and cattle and he's been out there for a long time in fact i think he might no longer be with us because um i've i think he may have he was pretty elderly but university of new mexico was out there and they went to his uh, 
little house there and they knocked on the door and they said, Hey, we brought you some subway and here's some waters. And we're going to go cast those fossilized prints. You've got up there on the rock ledge. And you know, you're welcome to come watch how we do this and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you want to see some fresh ones? And he took them down into the wash. And here are some three toed prints, identical, only bigger, fresh in the wash to what they're going to cast up fossilize in the rocks and he went on to explain to him that this lizard comes through and it's it's bigger than his pickup truck and he said it can pick up a sheep and tilt its head back and swallow them whole and here they have these fresh prints down in the wash and the fossilized prints up in the rocks what do they end up casting the fossilized prints because <laughs> this this i mean you won't see people take on this kind of genre you won't see them take it on it is so otherworldly for them to even imagine some of these things are left over here we've got other reports over by tuba city and so forth fresh tracks we've got so many reports of pterosaurs and pterodactyls i saw something of a pterodactyl nature that had a ring of feathers around the front and the back of the wing and inside the wing was buckskin this thing was well over 20 25 feet in wingspan i got to observe it at great length and all the appearances and appendages of a pterosaur pterodactyl but with some feathers so um this is a reoccurring thing out here and this was a 3d object it wasn't a kite it wasn't a remote control <laughs> contraption of some sort i saw what i saw and then it caught a thermal and took off we have seen the thunderbirds the raven type creatures with a 50 foot 50 foot wingspan even bigger we've seen them we've seen these things and then going back to the the uh you know we've got investigations we've done with these hooded lizards that run on two feet they're only two or three feet tall but they look like something out of jurassic park that hasn't been captured or identified that's going to be a no-brainer for us this spring to bring in some of those samples hopefully it will be on that and the many t-rex sightings up and down the animus river and down along the san juan there's hundreds of many t-rex sightings hundreds Walking through Red Valley in December with my son, he did a couple tours in Iraq and one in Afghanistan. He's an Army Ranger sniper at the time. And we went behind this rock ledge to get out of the wind. We had 60, 70 mile per hour gusts of wind coming, just hammering us. We wanted to have a cigarette. So there was this rock ledge about 30 feet tall and about 60 feet long that had just broken off. And a couple feet behind it, we're back there smoking and joking and talking. I said, uh, if something's been following us, when we come out from behind this rock face, even though it knows we're here, it's going to be out in the open looking at this rock face exposed. So... And I'm going to jump out right, you jump out left, take a look around. And uh, I jumped out right, he jumped out left, and he goes, Dad, don't move, don't move. Don't move because we got to do this break. And then we'll find out what happened when J.C. and his friend did that jumping thing. Around the campfire with J.C. Johnson and Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. 
Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Do you know how much the dollar has lost in its value against other currencies in the last 90 days? Ever think about how inflation will change your life, your savings, your retirement plans? Remember inflation in Zimbabwe, Argentina, the Weimar Republic? Put another way, who cares if your investments go up 10%, but you lose 40% of your purchasing power? Gold is the only monetary asset as no one else's liability. Gold still buys the same amount of stuff it always did. Gold does not require trust in a third party. You can possess it in your hand. You can take it with you. Gold is real money. Gold is honest money. My name is Daniel Larson from Midas Resources. To find out how you can protect your savings and roll over your IRA funds into precious metals accounts, please call me at 800-686-2237, extension 134. That's 800-686-2237, extension 134. 800-686-2237, extension 134. We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE, 855-340-7283. It's no secret that silver is one of the oldest known natural antibiotics, but the mainstream media will never tell we the people this information. Why? Many drug companies and politicians have dangerous alliances that manipulate the way we live by prescribing drugs that only manage disease, keeping us dependent on big pharma. And with Obamacare at our doorstep, we are now forced into a system that many of us do not want any part of. And no man or government has the right to dictate how we as free people choose to take care of our health. The patriots at utopiasilver.com hold this truth dear. Colloidal and ionic silver supplements from utopiasilver.com open the door to a whole new world of natural healing for the body and the mind. Visit utopiasilver.com and discover the safe and effective health benefits of colloidal and ionic silver. Call 888-213-4338. 888-213-4338. And talk to the patriots at utopiasilver.com, a leading source of natural healing using colloidal silver, colloidal gold, minerals, vitamins, and herbs. Utopiasilver.com. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. I'm thinking of the movie Snakes on a Plane with Samuel L. Jackson. And that voice, the voice of the serpent from Chris O'Brien. Happily finished with the book, Stalking the Herd and Recovering. Yay! Let's applaud. Okay. J.C. Johnson joins us around the campfire. He and his son, a former sniper, no less. Jump up. We jump up from behind the rock ledge. I face right. He faces left. And my son watching my research all these years is thinking there's going to be a big hairy monster googling looking at us and the last thing i expected to see was a komodo dragon looking thing about three feet tall at the shoulders and about 14 feet long with a tail in the middle of winter in red valley with probably 20 degrees with wind chill (laughs) last thing i expected to see and when i did turn it took off and i missed it and it went off across the red rocks and we did a horseshoe around this little knoll and we met up and we found the impressions in the sand where it was and he said it had more of a rhino, rhino hide, elephant kind of hide. There weren't scales on it, but very much appeared to be a Komodo dragon looking like reptile something, something, if it was indeed a reptile. Could something survive in such an austere environment with such cold conditions and lack of water? And, and with these- a rhino hide or an elephant hide and being warm-blooded, uh, I think he just if he went into a burrow at night or a cave, he'd be all right. Yeah, but we normally associate reptile life forms as being cold-blooded. And, um, and that's, that's, you know, we're, we're, you will probably, and hopefully, uh, some of the stuff we bring in, reptile in appearance, is going to turn out to be warm-blooded. Hmm, yeah, there's been some controversy over the years in paleontology about the actual type of blood that um, the dinosaurs had, for instance, uh, the prevailing theory and view of academia for decades was that these were slow lumbering cold blooded animals. And of course, uh, with Robert Bacher coming along in the early seventies and, and demonstrating, you know, pathways and, and the incredible speed and uh, dexterity that some of these very, very large reptiles had, that there was probably a good chance that they were, some sort of hybrid with some warm-blooded characteristics, which would allow them to to move at, um, at, at much more of a robust speed. And they they weren't like the old uh, movies from the 30s where these dinosaurs are lumbering around like Godzilla or something uh, later on, but that they are actually very active and very, very quick and uh, able to survive in, in, in cold environments. But I, and I think the, the snakes that we are looking into are warm-blooded also because they have been observed in frigid, frigid water. So we don't have a repatriated anaconda, a repatriated python. These are adept at moving in frigid, frigid waters. And then the stories of the swaths through the snow, miles and miles of snake swath going through snow. And I mean, wide swaths. I mean, (laughs) so uh, whatever this is, it's very relic, very ancient. And indigenous to the area, and I'm thinking warm-blooded. And I've seen the smaller ones. They're fast as hell. I can't catch them, but they'll come up out of the water serpent-style in front of your boat, your kayak, and bloop, look at you, and then bloop, back in the water. And there are no known native water 
snakes to the San Juan River Basin. You have to get over into Texas, into some of the swamp areas and so forth, before you run into actual water snakes. You know, we've got snakes here that cross the water. Um, I think the gardener snakes might dive temporarily and so forth. But, I mean, um, these are very large snakes and large enough to ingest a person and leave the area and or probably i you know grab a person up in their jaws and drag them away or something of that nature one of the investigations this family kept having sheep disappearing out there in the sticks they had electricity they put up a bunch of motion lights finally we, there was no prints no animal prints nothing really discernible and the corral the way they had it built up was probably nine feet tall. So, you know, something would have to climb up over the corral. It wasn't like a Sasquatch could necessarily reach in and take a sheep, and you'd probably see his prints. Well, one night the dogs went off, and they had the motion lights in, and here is this snake over the corral, inside the corral with a sheep in his mouth, about a 60-pound sheep, and he backs out over the corral and starts heading down toward the river. And they're beating him. They're grabbing his tail and everything else. And he turned around and retreated backwards into the river. And they were pulling on the front legs of the sheep because it was already partially down his gullet. (laughs) They were trying to pull the sheep back out. And he backed down into the river and was gone. Did they retrieve the sheep or he left with the sheep? He left with the sheep. Okay. Wasn't successful. Okay. Something around 60 pounds. Can you imagine the weight? length and girth of a snake to be able to go over a corral and pick a sheep up and come back out of the corral and most of the snake was on the other side of the corral thinking of the movie anaconda chris some more questions well uh i do have uh, quite a number of questions we've answered a good portion of them but um here's one again from griffin and wants to know uh you know what's on the horizon for jc johnson do you have plans to go on any paranormal or crypto related adventures in the near future well, we've been discussing, uh, you and I and Ron and hopefully David Atcher Childress and Clifford Mahuti going back to the Grand Canyon uh, near the confluence and taking another stab at that and, and going on some new information. Some of those megalithic rock structures we found may have well been prayer sites for the labyrinth, the people underneath that were led up to the surface to go to these prayer sites. So we're supposed to be looking for a potential passageway from the underground city up to these prayer sites. So that's something we can look into and look at. Also, if, if we can find some climbers and get the permits and everything that we need to go over the edge, I think Christopher's pretty well dialed in where Kincaid's doorway is. I think we're within 50 yards of it. I really do. Well, you mentioned when, when I gave you a call that Leonard Dan, of course, who, who is a accredited geologist and, and has done quite a bit of work for the Navajo Nation uh, related to his uh, particular field of expertise. When you showed him uh, film footage and uh, video footage and, and photographs of those uh, two megalithic structures, he absolutely said that there's no way that they could completely, have been used. Completely out of place. Completely out of place. There's no reason for that to be there, uh, according to him. It's easier to make a corral out of other <laughs> materials than two or three ton stones and rocks and so forth. So he said, you know, just the way it's laid out, um, he said that is some type of worship area. Very, very old. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Unfortunately, it looks like we're going back during the same 
uh, time of the year uh, towards the end of June when the wind just howls out there. I'll tell you, I've never been 98 degrees with a 50 mile an hour wind. I know we're trying mid-May might be a little, you know, we were mid-May, I think last time and it was scorching out there. And it's good to see that a lot of the different things that we've helped make people aware of as far as the potential casino with a tramway down to the Canyon bottom and so forth. You know, at least that's been embroiled in some controversy to a point. I want to ask you quickly about that before we get back to questions. Let's do our break. JC Johnson joins Gene and Chris around the campfire. You're in the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Now you can get the same survival food U.S. Special Forces use on their toughest field missions. High-protein, high-energy, freeze-dried foods known as long-range patrol rations or LERPs. Soldiers love LERP rations. They're lightweight and easy to carry. Easy to prepare by just adding water. Easy to enjoy because they taste great. Civilians love LERPs as a solution for emergency preparedness and recreational activities with limited storage space, such as hiking, climbing, sailing, or RV travel. Veteran-owned Freeze-Dry Guy is your exclusive source for this 2013 U.S. military overrun. Long on nutrition, these delicious entrees have a long shelf life, lasting decades. But this rare opportunity, this limited supply, will not last long. You have to act now. Call 866-404-3663, 866-404-FOOD. Or log on now to freezedryguy.com, freezedryguy.com. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited-time freebie offer for you. Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds, just pay shipping, right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds that are open-pollinated and can be grown, harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. 
That's 123freeseeds.com. Question. Could too many GMO foods and toxins be overloading your digestive and immune systems? Answer, yes. If you're searching for a powerful detox that's gentle enough to use every day, use Pro-EM-1 from Terragonics. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic that uses good bacteria to suppress pathogens and gently eliminate toxins from your body. A healthy digestive system will cleanse and remove toxins, support weight loss, improve absorption of food nutrients, and aid in controlling yeast and other infections. Pro-EM-1 is made with only non-GMO and certified organic ingredients, has no preservatives, and is dairy, soy, wheat, and gluten-free. Pro-EM-1 is the key to your digestive health. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terragonics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com, or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Also available through Amazon Prime. Pro-EM-1 from Terragonics. Life's getting better. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. We continue with J.C. Johnson with Gene and Chris in the Paracast for two more segments. So, okay, this controversy over building this casino or whatever at the Grand Canyon. What's the story about that? What happened? We did a show about that a year or two back. Chris, you want to start that? Well, I had been interested uh, for years in the 1909 Phoenix Gazette article that came out in April of that year. Quite an extensive article that had some pretty fantastic claims of a a guy, a stringer for the Smithsonian that claimed uh, he was a prospector from Idaho. And he claimed he had been coming down the Colorado River uh, just north of the confluence or east, rather, of the confluence with the Little Colorado, right at the part of the Grand Canyon where it really starts to get uh, majestic. It's right at the, would be today at the, um, I guess, the eastern edge of Grand Canyon National Park. And where the confluence comes in, uh, I'd done quite a bit of research about the place of emergence for the Pueblo people, the, the Sipapulima, as the Zuni call it, or the Sipapu, which is kind of the uh, anglicized version of it. And it's it's allegedly a doorway that the Indians use to go and be protected underground by so-called ant people while the earth cleanses itself uh, in between uh, major epochs of time, the last cleansing being the, the great flood. And uh, supposedly there's this underground city. Well, in the 1909 Phoenix Gazette article, uh, this guy uh, named G.E. Kincaid claimed that he, at great peril, had climbed up the cliff face because he had seen what appeared to be an entrance, and this would be uh, just east of the confluence. He went in, in there and uh, discovered this incredible, uh, huge underground complex that later they estimated up to 50,000 people could be housed in all these uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of dormitory rooms. And uh, as the story goes, they cleaned it out and, and took all the artifacts or metal tools, which weren't supposed to exist in the new world. Uh, the Indians had not discovered uh the art of forging metals, uh, there were mummies allegedly found. There was a, a large seated Buddha-like figure. Uh, tons of examples of what, what appeared to be sort of proto-hieroglyphic Egyptian writing. A lot of the artifacts had a an Eastern, um, possibly Tibetan Buddhist kind of uh, look to them. And of course, with all stories of this <laughs> type, or most stories of this type uh, that the Smithsonian gets involved with, there was a big cover-up. They cleaned it out, allegedly, and 
and uh, and then said that they never really found anything. Well, the entrance to this particular uh, underground complex, or maybe uh, multiple entrances, the Sapapu entrance on the Little Colorado, and then around the corner on the Colorado is the uh, the mid cliff opening that Kincaid claimed he found. So. Uh, a couple of years ago, JC, myself, Ron McGear, David Childress, Clifford Mahuti, uh, and and some others went uh, in an attempt to sort of reconnoiter the area. My plan was to bring a, um, a helicopter with a with a video camera mount, a small remote controlled helicopter about four feet, and and fly it and actually map the portion of the cliff face that we feel uh, is where this particular entrance is that Kincaid found. But with 50 mile an hour winds and, uh, you know, several thousand dollars worth of gear, I, I just didn't feel confident uh, to do that. I've researched some kite systems, however, that go straight out that we could have a mount on for a camera that would be self-leveling uh, and, uh, and maybe fly it out, you know, several hundred feet from the cliff face and with a, a wide angle lens, go ahead and walk along the the rim of the canyon there, which is about 4,500 feet straight down. It's not like on the south rim where it's kind of stair-stepped down. At this portion of the canyon, I mean, you literally can stand, look over the edge, and and see the river right right below you. And there's no keeper ledges, no nothing. You will go straight down to the bottom. I I remember grabbing grabbing David at your shoulders and like, get over here. Uh, my hair is turning white. You're scaring the hell out of me. Come over here. Come over yeah. here. Get away from the edge. But you well, know, you well, get those the phantom back pushing too. us towards the the yeah. lip of the uh, the rim. So it was even a little bit more scary because of the wind. But it would really be something if we could relocate that doorway. And JC and I have been talking about having two teams, one on the river, uh, going down the Marble Canyon area where we think that this entrance is, and then another team in contact with them line of sight uh, going on the rim and being able to roughly triangulate um, the actual location of the entrance and then getting some real talented climbers with plenty of gear to go down there and attempt to make a, uh, an entrance into this underground city, which, which was described as looking basically like a giant wheel with, with long passageways, like spokes coming off the center of the wheel. And, and on each one of these spokes were dozens and dozens of what appeared to be dormitory rooms. And according to the article, they were not able to completely search this underground complex because it was so massive. There was one description of an area that they refused to go in because it had the overwhelming smell of reptiles, which I find kind of curious. I'm not sure if I would be the one to, to lead the spelunking expedition into that portion of the cave complex if it's even there but uh, you know i love these indiana jones type scenarios there's very few of them um, that are really worthy of of you know spending some some real effort time and resources to to go search out this is one of them this is one that i think has has potential um, because of all the native american traditions surrounding it multi-tribal that go back, uh, you know, a hundred generations possibly, and just this wonderful story that uh, Kincaid came up with, uh, and and this claim that he had of of discovering this thing. So that's the plan. Uh, I think JC uh, is going to uh, attempt to get somebody uh, who's got a permit to go down the Colorado in a boat. We're going to try to get a team on the river and on the rim and work in concert and work on some ground penetrating radar. That's another thing I would like to do. Also, 
after the fact, you know, I've got insider information coming to me. I won't claim this, but this is what happened. The Knights of the Grand Council with Smithsonian set up a tramway. And they did abscound all the goodies out of that underground facility because Kincaid is talking about Buddha-like statues inside the facility. And he's talking about Egyptian hieroglyphics and so forth being in there. So we've got a multicultural situation in the Grand Canyon probably 5,000 years ago. That is the bottom line with this deal. And then it ties in with a lot of other curious situations. Who were the ant people? You know, we've got Hopi Zuni talking about being taken underground for cataclysmic things happening up on top in the surface. Who were these ant people? And then a lot of situations might point back to do they were the pets of the ant people and or the servant class of whoever this was in this facility. So many things are open up to that. And we do run into Mr. Kincaid in a later, in 1930s, and he still has some of the artifacts from that facility that he's still showing off. But just bits and pieces about Kincaid years later, we don't have a lot of information on him. Right. Uh, Jack Andrews, who's probably the top expert about this particular story and this this claim he spent since the early 70s, he's been, been researching this. He d- discovered what he thinks are actual kind of vents for this underground facility. Um, he says if you go further upriver from where we were at the confluence, if you go further upriver, there's several spots where air rushes out of the ground in a straight column like a, an invisible geyser of, of air. And this would be an indication of, of some sort of pressure differential between the, um, the atmospheric pressure outside the cave system and the, and the pressure inside. Uh, it's just very fascinating. And, and the area out there is, is, is very magical. Uh, stumbling on those, those quasi megalithic sites, for instance, was, was, was quite peculiar. Uh, you know, David Childers said, well, it, you know, it's probably guys with a backhoe trying to build a sheep corral, but I carefully looked at those, you know, pieces of limestone and I didn't see any scrapings, uh, that would indicate heavy equipment. I didn't see any sort of tool marks. Uh, so I don't know. I just think the whole area is very mysterious and, um, and it's, Hey, it's a good example, a good way to get out to one of the most beautiful spots that I've ever been in in my life. I mean, that sitting on the point of that confluence is just, is beyond breathtaking. Around the campfire with JC Johnson and Gene and Chris, you're in the Pericast. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. G-C-N. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com radio. DreamHost.com radio. 
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Take delivery in spring. 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. Do you owe the IRS money that you can't pay? Are tax liens and levies ruining your life? Are you tired of being afraid just to go to the mailbox? If this describes you, then Dan Pilla can help. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been solving tax problems for more than 30 years. In fact, I wrote the book that made it possible to negotiate settlements with the IRS, and I've helped thousands of people do exactly that. Call now at 800-346-6829 to learn how I can help you. You know your IRS debt will not go away by itself, but you don't have to live in fear anymore. New changes to IRS policies will help more people than ever before eliminate their debts once and for all. There's no need for you to suffer another day with IRS debt. Call 800-346-6829. I can help you eliminate wage and bank levies, release tax liens, and negotiate a settlement with the IRS that will put your tax nightmare behind you forever. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, taxhelponline.com. That's taxhelponline.com. Ouch! My back is out again! Hi, Dr. Ortman with Wellspring Spinal Care. If you're experiencing neck, mid, or lower back pain, this information is for you. One of the complaints that I hear is patients receive their typical adjustment, only having to repeat them as the pain returns. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the battle. At Wellspring Spinal Care, we have the entire solution. We use the NUCA approach, utilizing three-dimensional x-rays and gentle touch technology to deliver specific correction. We then design Design a custom nutritional supplement program which provides essential nutrients targeting the areas of concern. With a NUCA approach and proper nutrition, you'll be on your way to a faster and more permanent recovery. To get you on the road to wellness, visit drortman.com. That's Dr. O-R-T-M-A-N.com. Or call us today, 952-303-9124. That's 952-303-9124. Wellspring Spinal Care, chiropractic done right. Hi, this is nuclear physicist lecturer Stanton Friedman. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. JC Johnson joins Gene and Chris. We do have questions from our audience who posted at forum.theparacast.com in the question bank. 
we won't be able to get to all of them. But Chris, you got one or two? Well, here's one. I'm, I'm not sure what to make of it, but um, this comes from Jeff Davis, who's become one of our most active posters at forum.theparacast.com. And he asked you, JC, do you believe that Bigfoot may be ne- the Nephilim referred to in the Bible? If one gives any credence to biblical history, which frankly is beyond questionable in terms that it's substantiated and accurate, but he says it makes sense in a good folklore sense. So do you think that there's a possible connection between the giants of the Bible and these hairy hominids that have been reported up to 12 and even you know taller? 12 many feet. times, many times removed. And I think these are the remnants of the giants of old. And we've got dozens of excavations of the giant red-haired people and so forth throughout North America. But once again, when we go back to the Native American cultures, they fought with the giants. They pushed the giants out into basically extinction. The giants that are left through natural selection and adaptation are more feral in appearance. They still retain some of the size and girth and so forth of these giants, but there's natural selection at work. If if Gene is born kind of hairier and he lives to pass on his genes to the next generation because of that extra coat of hair he had, then that's probably something when we've got dominant and recessive things going on with the DNA. You're going to pass those traits on to the next generation. Just like a long-tailed monkey born on the savanna is going to get run down and eaten by a lion, whereas a long-tailed monkey born in the trees is going to be adept and more survivable in that environment. So that is natural selection at work. We go back to some of the other strange sightings, and it, you know, it does go back into the antiquities when we read in the book of Joshua and the book of Jubilees. What happened here with the giant and us is a terrible thing because every time the giants are in control, we are a source of slavery, we are a source of food, and we're a source of pleasure for these giants. They were not good guys, the giants of antiquity. And I think a lot of the things even David Hatcher Childress has been excavating had to be incredibly sized people to do some of these things. And we've got later peoples occupying these old temples and so forth and these old structures. But yeah, I do believe that a lot of what happened in antiquity is still with us now. And the unholy union of the sons of God, the watchers with womankind. Come here, little girl. Yeah, well, (laughs) now when they got their sentence, Enoch goes up and he takes a petition up to God on behalf of the watchers, because the watchers from the presence of a living, loving God. And they thought, you know, we've done this terrible thing. We've taken these wives and we've got this, all our offspring are huge monsters, blah, blah, blah. They wanted to say, we're going to quit, forgive us, and we'll behave and we'll go back to doing what you told us to do, watching your creation. Well, Enoch comes back with some really bad news and they find out their sentence. So after they got their sentence, they went on to combine their DNA with fish and fowls and animals. So in a way, in a sense, if we combine angelic DNA with a horse, what are you going to get? A centaur. You combine angelic DNA with a fish, which I believe that with a fish, you're going to get a mermaid. So I mean, you could look at it in that aspect historically from the old writings that the DNA, and there was a bunch of DNA manipulation going on and combined with creation, you got these freaks. That implies some kind of scientific process. And maybe there are aliens amongst us, like some of the UFO researchers claim, 
and they're doing all sorts of genetic manipulation? Well, I was sitting around the campfire with David Hatcher Childress talking about ancient aliens. I said, you know, that show is spot on. You just need to change some of the nouns and say ancient angelic principalities. And you've nailed it. We have to nail a few more things. Chris, any more questions we can rush out there before we let JC yeah, go? Yeah, here's, here's a good one from Oakenwolf. And I, I don't think I've ever heard JC mention this if, if it happened to him. But have you ever had direct psychic content from any cryptid, such as dreams or voices in the head or some sort of nonverbal communication that made sense or that had a message to it? It's mostly the, the fight or flight feeling and getting hammered. It's like your brain's getting buzzed or hammered. And even Matt Moneymaker calls it being zapped. Oh, you got zapped. Now, is it infrasound? I don't know. Is it just that they have gifts that we don't have through their lineage? That is a potential too, because, you know, the DNA is still breaking down. So I, I really couldn't, in a scientific fashion, say that it was a psychic communication, but uh, I lean toward that. And I lean toward the infrasound and or whatever they're putting out, trying to get in my head. And I don't let them in because I've got an onboard brain MP3 player and I start jamming the stones. I do. And it pushes them right out. So, yeah. Do my thumb. <laughs> That's about it, too. But, yeah, I've been hammered. I got hammered in line between the lakes from three sides. And I could, I could definitely identify that whatever this disturbance was, was coming from three different areas around my tent. And I just became immediately ill. And I'm glad I got out of my tent because it was coming out of both ends. And here we are, potty talk again. But no, they, I got hammered and they made me physically ill in uh, just a very few seconds. So was it infrasound? I know some people can have that reaction to infrasound. And infrasound is something that large cavity animals like elephants and so yeah. forth can make this infrasound. And it can rewire your brain, re rewire your whole psyche. It sounds like they hit the Brownian tone, which is what, about 17 cycles where <laughs> you lose uh, control of certain bodily functions. That happened to me at another time where we had a female with a baby not leave an area and i just said to leave her alone let her be you know and she ended up sleeping about 15 feet in the thick brush away from my tent and wow. uh, she, that's, she let that's, out that's pretty brazen she let out a yell in the morning that started out real high and it went down so low and i was laying on my back in my tent and it went down so low i couldn't hear it anymore but i could feel it in my bones and the poop reflex was there i almost all right all right all right stop that <laughs> Stop it right I'm now. I'm just telling it like it is. Well, I, I know, but we just have facts. to stop being so graphic. Okay. Chris, is there time for one more question? <laughs> Please. And not about well, you know what. Well, he, you know, the, the very fact that Bigfoot, my brother was involved in a sighting event in the mid-70s where a Bigfoot uh, trackway was only five prints. It, it didn't come from anywhere. It just went across a road, up a bank, and then this, the tracks totally disappeared. It's almost like the, the creature manifested for them. They didn't actually see it. Uh, they smelled it. And uh, the grass was still coming up out of the prints. But it was five giant strides. And that was it. It didn't come from anywhere and didn't go anywhere. Is there some sort of dimensional thing going on here? What's up with that? I mean, anything is possible. And we've come across situations where the track line just stops. There's no trees around. And it was kind of like, uh, beam me up, Scotty. I mean, it was like they got beamed up or something. Uh, we do have reports of what I call bat squatch out here, where we've got these winged individuals for all intents and purposes have the appearance of a Sasquatch, only they have wings. And I've often asked some people who've had disappearing track lines, did the stride increase 
on the footprints before they disappeared because maybe somebody was just getting up a gust of wind to spread some wings. I, who knows? Who knows? Oh, who knows what lurks in the heart of what? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, we got to take off, JC. The campfire is about to burn out. All those creatures are around us. We really have to escape. Grab your flashlight. I think the battery's down. JC, tell our listeners, please, where they can find more of your stuff. Oh, definitely uh, go to our YouTube channel, Crypto Four Corners, or you can find it under JC Johnson. I believe we've probably got about uh, 46 videos there of investigations in different types of situations. And go there and check it out. Go look at the works and so forth. And then uh, anybody that wants to see our documentary, Navajo Skinwalkers and Legends, I do have a private link. On YouTube, just contact me in person. You can find me on Facebook. You can contact me on our YouTube channel. I uh, would just like to have real people looking at the documentary at no charge. So that's available to you also. You can find Chris O'Brien at OurStrangePlanet.com. OurStrangePlanet.com. As we speak, stalking the herd, huge volume of solid, incredible information is at the printer. You'll be able to get your copy real soon now. You can find us on Twitter. We're known as The Powercast. We are The Powercast on Twitter. Or go to thepowercast.com, check out our site, check out every single episode. Still available from download from 2006 on. Onward and upward. J.C. Johnson, thanks for joining us on The Powercast. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. God bless you. Everyone stay safe out there. Keep your powder dry, your plan a secret, and keep your head up. The Powercast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. <laughs>